1: Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 219, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted, senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Now, I have the most fun guest today. Her na- name is Susie Shepard, and if you've already tuned into her other podcast, she told her story on a podcast called "Relationship Superheroes: Brokenness and Beyond." Susie, welcome. Thank I'm you, s- Kathy. I'm so glad to be back. I'm just laughing at myself. You know, we we titled that Bro- "Brokenness and Beyond," and I think I said. I can't, I cannot remember the, I know it's, what was his name? Lightyear? Uh, toys, the Toy right. Story? Buzz Lightyear. I know, I couldn't think of his title, Buzz. Buzz Lightyear, and I think <laughs> I said, his saying was eternity and beyond. It's really infinity and beyond, isn't it? It is. You can, you is. can tell I haven't it's been delightful. watching cartoons lately. But I think I got it right because Eternity and Beyond is really your mindset. I mean, that to me is such a, I should have just entitled the podcast that instead of Brokenness and Beyond, it should have been Eternity and Beyond because that is your focus in life, isn't it?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. What's next?
1: it It just summarizes how you live and how you connect with the people in your life. Now if anybody listened to that first episode they're going to know we've promised to come back. I'm not even taking any time on your credentials which are extensive, but I promised that we would talk about the four principles that you outline in your book and then you have that nationally televised or I don't know what it was, syndicated uh, episode or tell me what tell me a little bit about the show that you put on since I'm watching that. A national That's cy- okay simulcast I, you can tell i live in the past can't you okay i know that word simulcast called where love lives
2: <laughs> yes is that- you know uh, in the first podcast you alluded to uh that i am a field director for a women's organization called stonecroft which is another hat that i wear and so they actually sponsored it wow um, and it was the principles and so the very first one was uh, presented in a simulcast format so living rooms all over the United States, actually uh, women hosted it in their living rooms for wow. other women to come in. So it began this conversation about what is relationship with, other, with others? What does it look like? How do we pursue that in healthy ways? What are some barriers to that? Um, and, and it goes all over those four principles. The first one was a simulcast. And then the three, there's three uh, video follow-ups to that that are done in series after that. And each one of them is one of these.
1: I want to talk about the principles, but I got a quick question. Can if people are that's kind of almost a lot of my I hope many people from all walks of life are listening to these podcasts that we produce, because that would be my heart to reach out and love people where they are and and not to be so focused on reaching Christians. But I know a lot of Christian people do listen because that's that's how that's what I am. I believe in Jesus. And so I know my stuff does appeal to Christians. But those simulcasts y'all created, those are for anybody, aren't they?
2: They really are. Anyone can pick it up. And, and that's the beauty behind the four principles is whatever walk of life you're in, whatever season you're in, you'll be able to pick up these four principles and apply them. Even if you're not in the same place that uh, I am with faith, you can still use these four principles in your own life and see see a great impact uh the way that you relate to others.
1: So what I like about that, Susie, is as a Christian, many times I do want to share my faith, but I have I, I have to respect where people are. And so having a tool that allows me to bridge that difference and, and get closer to my friend who may not know Jesus, or not yet anyway, that is a really useful tool for me personally. So I just want to thank you for having that perspective that you can share things that are Biblically sound, but not—you um, uh, know—they can be just useful to introduce people to what a Christian might want to share. So that's awesome. Thank you for that.
2: Okay, Absolutely. so let's let's talk a little bit about what the principles are. Sure. So I'll do a quick overview of these four, and then we can just kind of cherry pick what it is that we'd like to explore a little bit as yeah. we talk. That. The overview is the very first one, and I use love in all of these, because whether it's a mother-child relationship or a spouse relationship or mm-hmm. even a coworker relationship, really love is that undergirding foundation that builds strength. And so mm-hmm. I don't ever want to color this picture of we're talking about just a marital relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Love
2: really speaks to every one of the relationships that we engage in our life and so when i use that word i just want to to be sure and clarify that it's whatever Mm -hmm. universal word for any. Mm -hmm. and that love seeks relationship is the first principle that we are created to be interdependent that we are not created to be loners and so god created us for a relationship with himself but also for relationship with others and as um as human beings we are wired to need that. And so we need to be seeking relationship with other people. Very simple idea that love seeks relationship. The I love second, that. Uh, yes. Yeah. It seems like so duh, dumb idea, but really when we come into a mindset of seeking relationship with whether it's our cashier or the person who serves us or whether it's our boss, that we seek relationship, not mm-hmm just conversation, but relationship. It really changes our perspective and changes the way that our heart engages other people. The second principle is that love desires wholeness. So you are looking for wholeness for that other person. Love cannot focus on itself. It has to focus on the other person, or we really go into the relationship trying to serve our own needs. And that's not what love was designed to do. We find love from other people when we uh, when we reflect that back from, from that relationship. So love mm-hmm. seeks wholeness. It's good things and healthy things and wise things for the people that we're in relationship with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the third principle is that love moves first. And I know this hit a touch point with you and in, in that you really have come to understand this as well, that love initiates. And yes. It initiates everything from the very first conversation to Uh, developing a deeper connection. Once you find someone who's kind of uh, connecting with you and you want to develop that relationship, you move first toward them or in conflict, love moves first. It doesn't worry about how many times uh, you've been the first one to apologize in the past. It doesn't worry about uh, all the things that happened before this moment, But love moves first right now toward the person that we are in Mm -hmm. relationship Mm -hmm. and then The fourth and final principle is that love gives life. And that idea is that, uh, you know, it's easy to take offense or to take issue, but that's not what love does. Love refuses the offense, refuses the issue. Love gives life. It offers that wholeness continually. And when we see the way that God engages us in those four principles, we see this beautiful picture of our relationship to him, and then a model for the way that we can relate to other people because he seeks relationship with us. He desires our wholeness. He moves Mm. first toward us, and then he literally gave his life for us. So Mm. those are the four principles, and they kind of take different – they look a little bit different depending on what the relationship is.
1: Well, take give us an example from your life. Like pick even just one of them. It doesn't matter which one. Whichever one you like the the. Best today (laughs) or most recent example. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or or in a blended family. You have so many examples in a blended family. That'd be a good one.
2: (laughs) I have an arm long list of some examples, but I will say I'll give you a couple. One is I have an 18-year-old daughter, and um, she's not my biological daughter, but she is mine by marriage. And so uh, I am navigating. at, I raised boys. And so the girl thing is really different for me. And, yeah. uh, with an 18 year old daughter, this is the first time I've done this. And so I'm learning But to remember that she needs a relationship. Mm-hmm. She needs wholeness. She mm-hmm. needs me to move first for her on her behalf. Mm-hmm. And she needs me to give life. And so, um, just continually pushing toward her, uh, Contributing to her wholeness, you know, there's a whole wealth of information on how when you come in as a quote-unquote step-parent that you are not uh, the authority. That you learn how to be a coach and how to be a mentor but not an authority You let your your spouse take that role. And and so to come in and to use these four principles with her has been meaningful. But even in my marriage, um, I think about this one incident where my husband loves to have an empty sink when he goes to bed at night. I am... If you know me at all, you know, I'm like chaos on wheels sometimes. Mm
0: -hmm, And mm -hmm. so
2: don't, if there's dishes in the sink, I'm good. I'm fine. And, uh, he is not that way. And so he, I have a decaf, a cup of decaf every night. And so I left my spoon in the sink repeatedly over and over (laughs) again. And he would say, you know, this annoys me. Can you not do that? Can you just open the dishwasher and stick it in? I mean, that's Mm -hmm. all I'm asking. And, uh, I was trying to do that. And then one night I put it in the sink and I'm going to tell you that I literally thought, I don't care. Whatever, you know, right. quick decision. And, um, boy, that's not end well. And it oh. know, no big deal. Yes. It's there, but it was frustrating to him. And so he expressed that. And in the principles, I started to be entitled and prideful. My flesh mm. rose up and I was like, wow, well, I can leave the sink, the spoon the sink. And the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and said, Hey, that's not moving first. You know, if that's yeah. something you can do to control this relationship and to the wholeness of him, that little bitty thing, puts the darn spoon in the dishwasher, you know. Isn't um,
1: that the and truth?
0: And- yes. I um, Don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return.
1: You all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shinbone
0: Alley. The number on the gate is the number on the door. In the next house over, it's closest
3: Are you a dynamic woman? Sandra Beck and Linda Crater host Dynamic Women Talk Radio, bringing lively weekly shows in a roundtable format with influential guests from around the globe. This amazing tribe of diverse and accomplished women share their candid views on topics such as reputation, handling rejection, loyalty, what is sexy, overthinking, blended families, and much more. Discussions are joyful with freedom to address topics from various perspectives with candor, respect, and no judgment. These are the conversations you wish you could have with all your family and friends. Dynamic women have lived their lives boldly with unexpected and sometimes undesired turns in the road of life. Yet detours and bumps bring opportunity, personal growth, more authenticity, and a fresh outlook. Join our welcoming tribe of Dynamic Women each Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, also on iTunes, and more information at DynamicWomenTalkRadio.com, celebrating vibrant, charismatic women everywhere.
0: We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet.
1: Hi, we're back with Susie Shepard, and I'm just so thankful that you're listening in on our podcast today and our show, and I'm so excited that this is going to go out over the Internet. Susie. I just feel like a lot of people are going to be really encouraged. It's so discouraging to find yourself in a marriage that doesn't work out and then feel mm-hmm. like, should I try again? I mean, I'm in love with this new person. He has kids. I have kids. What do I do? I love what you were sharing before the break, and and I don't know if if in case people missed the story that you you told your story in what what we called relationship superheroes brokenness and beyond. But in case people didn't know, when you mentioned you had an eighteen-year-old daughter, what you mean is, did you 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 got her when she was thirteen, or was she eighteen when y'all married? She's 18 now. She was 13 when we married. So you got a girl for the first time. Like, I'm thinking about the daughters I raised, who are awesome, lovely people. But I can't imagine getting a daughter at, when she's already 13, and I don't have any experience except with boys. I I really am trying to picture that. <laughs> I think I think people listening may understand now why I said this is a this is the episode we're going to call relationship superheroes because that's a superhero that can step into those relationships and do something really dynamic and life affirming. I think you must have really uh started with the last principle first and given life in every word you spoke to those children that first year especially.
2: Mm-hmm. I made my share of mistakes in Trump's. There is no doubt about that. Um, but God's grace is so good. And when our love is not enough, his is. Mm. And I think about that in my my family often, you know. Uh we're gonna fail as mamas, whether it's biological mamas, step mamas, adoptive mamas, we're we're gonna screw it up. Like that's yes. what we do, right? But yeah. God's grace is so abundant and so good that And even in that, he, he overflows it and there's redemption. So I'm very thankful for where he has led the relationships, but it has been through learning and it's been through failure that he's filled in those gaps.
1: Well, I want to just throw this in because I think it encourages people when I share it. I I had a friend, I was having this really, Dave and I had this tough moment in our marriage about 15 or 20 years ago, and um, we didn't think we were going to get through it. And I'm walking around the block with one of these wise women that was in my life at the time, and she goes, Kathy, you know what your problem is? You just want to be married to Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, that is the problem. You got it. That's it. Right there. I'm not perfect, but I just want him to be pleased. <laughs> so there you have it.
0: Uh, well, okay, that so for little...
1: for imperfect people you have these four these four principles that can define and give structure to how we respond when we're challenged in our connectedness with our relationships, with our people we love the most, our companions. So yes, tell us a little sure. bit more. Like, what, do you have a favorite out of the four principles? Which one's your favorite today?
2: Um, well, I think probably moving first um, is, is pretty practical. And yes. for those women who are in that place where I was, where you're, you're realizing, man, I need some girlfriends. I need some good girlfriends that are going to love me and that are going to be true and steady and speak life to me. Man, if you don't have that, then moving first is where it's at. And that is, you know, of course, you got to be seeking the relationship. If you realize there's a gap, then you need to be seeking those relationships. Of course, you're going to desire wholeness once you get into those relationships. You're going to do good toward the women that you establish as friends. But move first. If it's somebody yeah. that you think might be a great friend to you, be courageous. Because I will tell you, so many, I, I can't even remember a time that I've been refused to have coffee with. Like, mm.
0: people,
2: they, when you initiate So if you see someone and you connect, whether it's a coworker or a neighbor Mm -hmm. or whatever, invite them to that next step, move first and say, Hey, I would love to connect with you. Do you have time to get coffee with me after, after work next week or lunch or Mm -hmm. whatever works for your schedule, but be willing to move first. And sometimes it means serving them first. Mm. Um, You know, I do this. um, I did this a lot with my coworkers. I was a teacher for years. And so uh, that was something that was kind of part of my habit was to move first toward them whether it was bringing them sonic drinks or leaving them a note or whatever but move mm-hmm. first toward those people around you watch watch them respond to you
1: or also i think asking older women for help really affirms them cuz what i notice is older women want to share and they they're they're they feel insecure about doing it hey i wanted to switch gears just a little bit cuz you brought up something really important and that is you know, we were just at that Christian Communicators, uh, we're the cl- graduating class of 2018 together, that's how Susie and I met. But at that group, that first day, those three people who were the leaders of that, uh, Sherry Poundstone and Tammy Whitehurst and Lori Baruff, they immediately addressed that women often feel they have to compare and compete with other women. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed how quickly they, they brought that up, but that they are mm-hmm. so good at, at helping people put their guards down and begin to just be friends. And they knit our hearts together so well at that event and, and yeah. training. I, I was so proud of them. I think sometimes, yeah. and, and I think you're really addressing an issue here, when you say to initiate, you may be initiating past the other person's sense of, Deep insecurity.
2: That is so true. I look at it as going into a situation. We put all of our, what if they don't like knees?" and yeah. uh, I'm not thin enough or I'm too thin or, you know, I don't have the right clothes on. We put all that in a box and we essentially carry it into every social situation we come with. And if we have that in our hands, instead of putting it down and recognizing that other person is carrying her own box and thinking, how can I form <sighs> that box? how can I move toward that person, then we are handicapping our ability to connect. And so Mm -hmm. we have to learn how to take that comparison and all of the insecurities that we have, surrender it to Jesus and say, I've got it. I know it's there, but I am going to put it down because I'm going to move towards someone in a way that disarms their own box and takes that from them so that I I can connect with them.
1: Well, I'm I'm just laughing. I cannot wait to read your book. And as we were talking earlier, I was as I was getting ready, I thought, why don't I have her book? I should have already bought it by now. But I want people to know you're hearing this on Fireside Chat Ra- or Fireside Talk Radio first. Her book comes out in August on Amazon.com. Usually, I put that in my, in you know, in the announcements. It would have been in this show today, except. We are so early getting this information that it's not even on Amazon yet. So that's pretty cool. I'm right. excited about being the first to announce that, <laughs> kind of. That I, I'm, fun. I mean, that's pretty cool. So I want people to be watching for your book. And you've told me the, the name is The Four Principles by Susie Shepherd. Is that correct? That is correct. You got and when, it. When they open the book, they're going to find all kinds of great information and stories from your life and all the lives of all these women that you've collected. Now, the last segment of your life has been devoted to that, so there's just going to that's just going to be a rich, a rich chapter after chapter. I can't wait to read it myself. I can't wait to get a copy. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. I think I'm going to borrow some of yours and put it in mine. I'm just going to quote you.
2: Since <laughs> <This is laughs> well, my you definitely want to be a. Re- For women, because they, um, all of us have this space of uh, need for Jesus and for others. And so, however we can serve that, I hope it it does that for them. Well,
1: since I apparently am really great at rewriting books, manuscripts, I'm just going to, on my next rewrite, I'm just going to get your book and throw some of it in there. Uh, But (laughs) I... But you know i I think we could count on one hand in over the course of a lifetime, Dave and I have been married thirty five years now, which he always says it's a miracle, and people look at me like, "Does that hurt your feelings?" And I'm like, no he's right, he's telling you the truth. It is a miracle, but um so we think that's funny like that would hurt my feelings but uh anyway, we've been married thirty five years, so we have amazing big kids now, and um I think we can count on one hand the number of families who've initiated with us over the years. And, and we, we feel like we've initiated a ton. Of course, other people may be saying the same thing about us. But I think when you when you are willing to put aside your insecurities and that whole sense of self-righteousness where you're competing and comparing, and you put that all mm-hmm. aside and you initiate, I think you're really... I, I always think of that verse, uh, we love because he loved us first. So yeah. I know... Yeah. So I'm going to give you about one minute more. We have about two minutes, and I'm going to have to sign off. So go ahead and jumping in on that idea of, of how that looks like God, just sum up for me what you would want people to know today.
2: To every single woman that is listening to this and thinking, that's her story, but mine's so different. I want to tell you that just like every flower, every animal reflects God in a different way because of the way that the Creator just knits them together uniquely, you have a unique hope mm-hmm. and power and love and grace from Jesus that you will find only when you seek Him out and get in front of Him and accept His initiation for relationship towards you. He loves you so much, and there is something uniquely for you and in you that he wants to call out and raise up. And so that would be, uh, that would be my ending encouragement for every woman that's listening.
1: I just want to say amen to that and, and preach it sister. And, and thank you so much for being on the show, Susie. Thank you.
2: Thank you for having me, Kathy. This has been a joy. It's been so much fun.
1: It is fun. I'm going to be really proud of this episode. And, and I want everyone to know that if you would like to have any more information from our sponsors or my guest today, Susie Shepard, or if you want to recommend a guest for future shows, you can contact me at Kathy Crafe, That's C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Echo.com. Thank you for joining us on Camp Crafty Fireside Talk Radio, where we ponder all the tried and true stuff. Women store in their hearts truth with a Texas twang spoken here. Now, Susie, I just don't know when I could have a better guest than you, and I am so grateful for all that you shared today. So I hope my listeners will take home that beautiful bit of encouragement to put your box of insecurities aside and take that first step and initiate. And maybe you'll get a few no's, but pretty soon you'll be surrounded with friends like my friend Susie.
0: Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week.